episode in the confidence series the long-awaited <laughs> friendships and <laughs> dating and relationships finding confidence in all of these areas of life I think this is a a big one mm-hmm. so to kind of kick this off let's chat about I guess we can kind of break it up so what role does confidence play in friendships and then what role does confidence play in relationships so we can start with friendship. I thought there were a lot of different scenarios that confidence could play a role in. Um, but I think one of the first reasons was like being your authentic self and like knowing your values versus just trying to fit in. I feel like when you lack confidence, you can't really be who you truly are and like try and kind of fit in with whoever you hang out with. Yeah. I think this was a really good one because it's hard to be like, that sounds so fucked up. It's really sad, but it is hard to be your authentic self with new people, especially. Um, Mm -hmm. I think most of us are kind of on guard when we are in new social situations. And I don't know if that's necessarily lack of confidence, but it certainly takes time to really open up with people and be authentic. And then I think by the time you're at that point, sometimes you're a little like guarded and you don't always act like your actual self in front of other people. And long story short, that can just be super like draining and not fun. And you end up being around a lot of people at times that you really don't enjoy being around. So I love this. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so important to be authentic and it's harder said than done for sure. Yeah. No, I feel like this is one of the hardest ones because that's so true. Like it takes time to kind of let your guard down when you meet new people. So yeah, it's, it's kind of easy in the beginning to just kind of blend in with like who, who you're hanging out with and kind of try and fit in versus like, if you're different than them, like having different opinions or like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a weird balance, but yeah, I think confidence plays a huge role in like being able to break out of your shell and be, be who you are. Yeah. And I think it's like, you can be your authentic true self without making other people uncomfortable. Like, I don't know why this one situation comes, pops into my head. Um, but I was on a trip and there were these people who were getting like super political, which can be like really thought provoking and can be like great discussions to have. In this case, I don't know if it was the right time or the right vibe to do something like this. <laughs> but long story short, like I was in this big room with like probably 10 of us there and several of these girls started talking politics and they just the way that they spoke was very like matter of fact, like this is wrong. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like this. This is stupid. Like very um, not enclosed. Yeah. Close minded. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And it, and it wasn't like, I don't want them to be their true selves and like speak their minds, but also to a certain extent, like read the room. Don't make people uncomfortable just because you're so validated in your own thoughts. I don't know. It yeah. was just a weird, one of those weird social situations where then like the room was so divided and like several people left the room <laughs> because they were just like, fuck, this is weird. Yeah. No, so. it sounds hella uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> It was, it it was weird. I was definitely like under the influence at the time as well from some marijuana. So I was also, don't mix that and then start talking about politics, please. I was just so weirded out in the moment and that, I mean, that we definitely aided to that strangeness in the room, but Yeah. yeah, I would just say like, 
it's easy. It's not easy to be authentic, but always trying to be your true self without outrightly like making others super uncomfortable. It's yeah. a fine line. It is. It really is. No, I like that example. Um, the next one I kind of thought of was people pleasing or like trying to make everyone happy uh, versus like just being honest. And this comes to mind because I don't know. I feel like I kind of used to do this. Like, you know, the like, no worries if not texts. Yeah. <laughs> oh my uh, God. It just bothers me. And like, I used to do that. So like, if you're asking someone if they want to, I don't know, go to dinner and just mm-hmm. be like, no worries if not, like, just don't just stop with that. We don't need to do that anymore. Just be, just say what you have to say. And if they can't make it or they don't want to go, they don't want to go. Like, I just feel like being a people please, like, I don't know, just trying to like make everyone happy, make everyone super comfortable. It's okay. Like people can have their own opinions and literally respond the way they would respond without you saying that. So like, I just thought of that because I kind of used to do that. I know people who do that and it's Mm -hmm. just, I feel like a little unnecessary and I feel like it is a little bit of lack of confidence It's fully unnecessary. And I think it also comes off as kind of passive aggressive sometimes. Like, yeah, I know people who will be really like casual about plans. And I think in their mind, they're keeping it casual because they don't want you to have to feel super committed to things. But Mm -hmm. also like we're all adults. We all have schedules. We all have phones. We all have calendars. Like, let's not beat around the bush. If you want to do something like ask me to go to breakfast, ask to do something and we'll figure it out. Like, I agree with you completely. I think we're so used to being almost like uncomfortable just saying something. Yes. And it's so fucking yes. weird, dude. Like even with like good good friends, you'll still be in situations where someone will text you and be like, oh, like did you want to ch- like chat later? Like no worries if not. Not a big deal. We can catch up another time. Like bitch, why did yes. you even say that? Like just ask like, if I want to Just end talk it. Later. Just say, do you want to talk later? That's it. Yeah. That's all you need to say. I know. And this can go like into work too. Like messages or emails you send at work. Like it just comes off as like indecisive or like less confident and we just don't need to do it anymore ladies we just don't need to do it anymore yes oh my god that's such a good point we should have said that in the last career slash workplace episode but I that is one of my bigger pet peeves like sometimes my friends will send me screenshots of emails and they'll be like how does this sound like what do you think and it's always so you can sense the insecurity behind the text or in the email every single time and it's not that you want to come off as like a dick but you do want to come off as you understand the current context to the best of your ability. And this is the next step. Like mm-hmm. it's just being efficient. And I know that like, there are probably some people who are like, okay, well it can come off rude. I just think it, especially young women in the workplace, we are trained to be so overly nice because yes. that's how I we are literally it. brought up. And it's to the point where fully, like full stop, we are taken advantage of in the workplace because we are so overly unnecessarily nice and polite to others that it comes off as vulnerable. And there are people who will literally attack you for that. So it's just survival mode. And I think a lot of us go on autopilot with it and we're like, okay, there's an exclamation point here. There's a period here. I can add another exclamation point. 
And then I'll say like, kind regards. Thank you so much. Have an amazing Monday. Happy Friday. Like blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> bitch, no, you don't have to do I know. that. I know. Oh my God. I like read through my emails now and like remove extra exclamations or like anything. Like before I send, I remove, remove them because it's just like <laughs> when I'm typing it out, it's just like natural add the exclamation yeah. and then like rereading before I said, I'm like, nope, deleting all of this. Yeah. Like it's bizarre. We're just like, I, yeah, we're trained to be so overly nice to come off that way. And it's just, it sucks. We need to change. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does suck. Okay. Another one related to friendship, um, is, kind of like competitiveness or comparison versus just like supporting your friends and being genuinely happy for them. I think we've talked about this before too. Like there are certain friendships that can kind of feel competitive or like compare, like you're comparing yourself to them. Um, and I would just say that's kind of talk. I mean, it's not kind of toxic. It is toxic. (laughs) And, I would either get out of that friendship or try and figure out why, why that is like, what's causing it? Like, is it you or is it them? Or like, is it just you guys have maybe outgrown each other? Like, I don't know. There could be a million reasons of why this is, but I think, I don't know, genuinely supporting your friends is just such a good feeling versus like always feeling like you need to be competing. I just think that's such a toxic feeling when it comes to friendships. Yeah, I agree. I think it's easy for us to default into that comparison mindset because we just associate other people's successes and think, oh, well, I'm that same age or I, Mm -hmm. I know we're in a similar field, whatever it may be. And then you just assume, you know, I should be in the same place as them. I should be in a relationship as good as theirs. Like you don't know what their relationship is like, you know what I mean? It's just, I feel like the summary of everything we've talked about in this confidence series is like you have to get away from comparison mindset and get towards a growth mindset. Like at the end of the day, comparing yourself to others will not get you farther ever in your life. It really won't. It will just weigh you down and make you feel lesser than or like almost inflate you to the point where maybe you're you're comparing yourself to your friend who didn't go to school and you're comparing your salary to theirs. And it's just like apples and oranges. It's not the same. And it's also like a false sense of confidence and it's not cool. So like in general, I just feel like we need to be more focused on our own journey and not be so concerned with everyone else's. Yeah. I mean, it also feels fake too. Like it's just, it's not a genuine friendship. It's like maybe you're faking happiness for them, but like secretly, uh, feeling, I don't know. What's that word. There's like a word for it when you're like happy that someone like fails shot schadenfreude. You heard of that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. There's like this word. I, I mean, I believe what it would language. I'm I can't so remember curious. what language it is. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Is it German? Yeah. Wait. Okay. Oh, it is. It doesn't say what it is. It's schadenfreude which is the pleasure derived by someone's misfortune. So like getting kind of, I feel like that's, I mean, cancel culture, to be honest, like getting pleasure out of seeing someone like fail or like get canceled. Um, But I feel like that can kind of take 
place and toxic friendships, like just too competitive, like the competitive nature and like being kind of happy that you're kind of better quote unquote than they are. Mm -hmm. Or like, I don't know. I just, it's just messy. It's messy. It's super sad. Okay. Last one is being confident in your friendship. Not feeling jealous when your friends make more friends. I think this is actually totally valid as adults. And I know people who specifically struggle with this. And it's so freaking awkward. Like, I just, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it. It's it's like when you have a specific friend who starts to make friends with other people and you feel so almost like FOMO. What's the word? Yeah, like FOMO. It's not even like FOMO. It's like I'm playing with this toy so you can't kind of a thing. Mm, You're just possessive, possessive. Yes, yes. I've I've been in friendships and relationships where that kind of comes out in people and it's just very bizarre, unattractive. Obviously, there's probably a lot of reasons why that happens to certain people, but not not good. Definitely a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. And that I feel like is it probably becomes a bit more prevalent in your 20s too, especially. I mean, if you're like not in the same city as like your best friend, yeah. for example, like they're gonna meet people where they're living. Like it's just kind of a weird, a weird thing. But I completely agree. It's not it's being confident in your friendship and knowing like being strong in like the mm-hmm. relationship you have with your friend. Like there's literally nothing to worry about. Like they're not going to replace you with someone they're meeting. Like, I I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's a mindset thing for sure. Yeah. And I think I know for me, I have certain friendships where our relationship is totally different than her relationship with my other friend. And like, they, like, for example, I think like they talk more, they probably text more, they Snapchat more, like they just know more about the details of that person's life but that doesn't mean my friendship with that person is any like less valid. It just means that the relationship is different and like, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. Getting comfortable with that and being okay with that is like Mm -hmm. a big step. Okay. I like these. I like these lots, lots of different roles. Confidence plays in friendship, moving on to relationships and dating. Oof. This is a big one. I mean, <laughs> I feel like confidence <laughs> plays such a huge, obviously plays such a huge role. Um, but we kind of like broke this up on like how like a lack of confidence might come off versus like being confident in a relationship. So a few things, if you're like lacking confidence, you might, um, that might make you avoid dating altogether. Like just, you're just not as confident. So you choose to stay single, which I'm sure is the case for some people, Um, Mm -hmm. or, or even just settling, like dating someone and settling, thinking you can't do any better is a big one. Um, being clingy, (laughs) not being able to be without your partner, like super clingy. I think that has to do with lack of confidence and then also just enabling toxic relationships, like not really knowing when to let go or like understand you're being mistreated or like this relationship's just not right. Um, I think a lack of confidence can really make a bad situation go on for a while. Yeah. Oh my God. This makes me think of my first long-term boyfriend and it was just the words like toxic, enable, 
like yeah. all of the above. It, lack of confidence was so like present in our relationship from me specifically. And it just was like so shitty. Well, also like how was it in high school? Were you young? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was young. We got together yeah. when we were like end of middle school and stayed together for years and just stayed with him for way too long because of the wrong reasons, not confident enough to let go of him. Like it was it was so bad. And I think back and I think, thank the Lord I got out yeah. of that. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, what high school relationships? I mean, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> not saying they can't make it, but like when you're that young and you like, I don't know, for me, like I wasn't super confident. I was super like insecure, didn't really have like a good relationship with myself. Like, I feel like you have to kind of have a baseline. Like you have to like mm-hmm. care about foundation yourself. and like, yes, you have to have that foundation before you're even able to like have a relationship. So like that just wasn't there. So in high school, yeah, like toxic like that's all the only word to describe like these stupid ridiculous relationships yeah I think you're so right though like you really need to be confident in yourself and really know not know exactly who you are because I don't think any of us really feel that way until later in life so I don't think that that's the true answer is waiting till you fully understand yourself you would who knows how long that would take some of us yeah (laughs) So I think it's more like you said, foundation. Like if you have confidence in yourself, you know, generally the type of person and the type of life that you might want to live. I think it's a much better foundation laid to find yourself a partner in life to stay with and that can grow with you because yeah, looking back on some of the worst relationships I've had, it's all been like lack of my own confidence and being so enamored by their confidence that I was attracted to it. Yes. Even when it wasn't nearly like where I wanted to be. You know what I mean? Right. Well, also when you're young like that too, like you don't really know (laughs) what a relationship is supposed to be. Like, is this right? Like, I don't know. Am I enabling like a toxic situation right now? Or like, is this normal? Yeah. I think, yeah, there's just so much to learn. I don't know. Once you get into your twenties, you at least have like a little more knowledge and like confidence, mm-hmm. hopefully. And then you can just build on that and take it into your dating life, your relationship life. And then this kind of leads into like be like the traits we said for being confident in a relationship. So like, or dating. So kind of just like able to be your own person. I find that I feel like sometimes people get in relationships and just completely like change who they are like like everything their partner likes do everything their partner does whereas like you can still be your own person you can still have your own hobbies interests things that they might not do um I think that's huge and like just kind of touches on like the clinginess or like it's hard to be in a really good relationship if you don't have a good relationship with yourself I think it's setting your relationship up for failure if you're not in a good place with with yourself really like you need to be your own person you need to have your own like growth that you want out of your life before you can tackle the addition of another partner in your life you know what I mean it's it's a lot so 
I think this is super important and people will ask me all the time, like, do you and Caleb spend all your time together? Like, are there moments when you're not, when you're doing your own thing, whatever. And it's always like, yes, that is so important to have your own like hobbies. Obviously there are a lot of things we do together that build our relationship and make us better. But I also like have my own stuff that I enjoy doing and that's okay. And that's super important to keep doing that stuff or else you become so codependent that if anything does happen, you're really like paralyzed by it. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Like, I don't know you have your own friends you can go hang Mm -hmm. out with, like have your own hobbies, go to yoga, like do, (laughs) do your things you want to (laughs) do and like be your own person. Um, so I think that's like a good one in the confident bucket. Also kind of touching on the enabling toxic relationships, knowing when to walk away or like when you deserve better, kind of just like knowing your worth in general. Um, like you kind of mentioned having that strong relationship with yourself and just knowing like when it's time to walk away, when you feel like this is just not working or like knowing you deserve better. Like it's just a huge, (laughs) a huge thing that you like need to be able to like understand. Yeah. I love this because I think it's fully applicable to any relationship you have too. Like yeah. Even specifically though, you deserve better part. Like you can be in a strong relationship and something can happen and you have this gut feeling that this isn't right. Like the way they're treating me right now isn't okay. The way I feel right now isn't good. Like trust your instincts and be able to acknowledge like if you are in a relationship and things are going pretty well, but then there's like this weird thing that is a bump in the road for you. Don't ignore it. Like be confident enough in yourself to say like, hey, I want to talk about this. I'm not okay with blah, blah, blah. Like being able to have those conversations and have the confidence to say I deserve better than what is currently happening right now will also make your relationship so much better and it'll make it better over time. Like don't settle for the current situation of your relationship. Know that there will be bumps along the way and and know that you're with someone who you're able to say like hey I know you said this in the heat of the moment it was pretty fucked up and I don't want you to say something like that again or this is how whatever like this is how it impacted me and I'm not cool with that like that's so important yeah like having the confidence to like talk about things which is literally the next point like having the confidence to vocalize like what you want out of the relationship or like you just said what is not working or like what Mm -hmm. needs to change. So, I mean, we've had so many (laughs) chats and episodes about communication. And I feel like if you're scared to bring something up or like, don't want to start anything and just kind of suppress it, like that's just leading to such an unhealthy relationship. So I think, yeah, go listen to our communication episodes and relationships (laughs) because it's literally so important. But I think that also adds to like being confident in a relation in your relationship and being able to vocalize things um, because it'll just make you both better. Yeah. I love that. Ask for what you want. No one is going to read your mind. No one is going to give you the things that you want without you saying it. Usually nine times out of 10. Usually. So yeah, I, I think this is so important in every episode we've done about confidence and just in general in our podcast. I feel like we're big proponents of this, but you have to be an advocate for yourself. Yeah. 
All right. Last one. Feeling confident about your relationship, not being insecure about your relationship or your partner. This one's solid. And I feel like not enough people talk about it. Like I know people that have like lied about being in a relationship when they meet new people. I know people that have been a little like insecure about their partner before. So they don't really talk about their partner or when they do, they like shy away from how serious it is. And this is a super huge red flag. Like that is not good. And and it's either way, whether it's you that's feeling insecure about it or your partner is insecure about you, that's not good. That's something that needs to be addressed for sure. Yeah, it definitely needs to be addressed. I completely agree. Like, yeah, I feel like this could be not, I don't know, them not telling their friends about you, their mm-hmm. family, like just kind of keeping it hidden. It's just like a huge red flag. Um, I mean, depending, I guess, on how long you're dating, but still either way, like just shows weird. a lack of confidence and like it's weird vibes, <laughs> <laughs> just weird vibes all around. Um, okay. Well, I know we kind of hit on this, but like, have we had friendships or relationships like that have made us feel insecure in the past? I know we both said like we have, um, had relationships, but I've also had friendships. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's just certain relationships in your life where you, or a friendship where you just don't feel like yourself. I feel like that happened to me a lot in high school. Like I would be kind of attracted to like confidence, like as having friend, like, I don't know, some of the friends I had were like super confident. And I was like attracted to that confidence because obviously confidence is very attractive, but I was just kind of finding myself like not being myself and like trying to fit in with this group, um, that I like, didn't know really why I was friends with, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like confidence can just kind of suck you in. And then like, you just realize I don't really like these people (laughs) to be honest. So I also think it takes confidence to kind of break away from that. Um, and like, understand like, Oh, this isn't like actually what I want. (laughs) These aren't good friends. Um, so I don't know. I think there was definitely insecurity, but then I kind of found confidence to kind of get away from that situation. Yeah, I, I agree. There's so many times in my life where, I mean, not a ton, I'd say a handful, maybe like, you know, a couple of friendships, I would say more relationships like dating than friendships for me. Mm-hmm. I just had a horrible track record before Caleb. Like, honestly, it was, yeah. it was, it was bad. Like just oh. not winners and <laughs> not winners, which is why you are not with them. Yeah. You were yes. with Caleb. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, so interesting because you're so attracted to that confidence. And then slowly as you build your own confidence and you start becoming more comfortable with yourself, you look back and you're like, what was I thinking? But it's so true. And in friendships too, you just, I feel like we're enamored by people who are so sure of themselves and it just comes off as like intoxicating. And then they're like positive confidence in their their own you know in themselves it also makes you kind of insecure at times and those are the friendships that I think can be toxic is like yes they're almost so overly confident that you're uncomfortable in your own skin or with your own thoughts or your own opinions and then it just becomes super weird because you have this 
strange relationship with these people now where you're you want to be around them because you're so enamored by them but also they make you feel shitty so then it's like this vicious circle <laughs> of shit yeah yeah and, and I don't it's know. hard to get out it really is and yeah I feel like that was big in high school for me like just finding people that I like genuinely liked um which I had a, an amazing group of friends like by I feel like by senior year it all just kind of came together and like we had just such a core group and then yeah college I mean there were a lot of I feel like temporary friendships there yeah too. like you you meet so many people in college um and you just kind of realize like oh like not everyone's gonna be your best friend and not mm-hmm. everyone's gonna be a lifelong friend so yeah you just have to kind of be like intentional and we've also had friendship episodes where we say like you are at a point in your life, like in your twenties, you can decide who you want to be friends with. Like you don't just need to be friends with someone to be friends with them. Um, yeah, it's like being intentional with like the energy in your life. Like who, who do you feel good around? Who drains you? Like when you're done Mm -hmm. talking to someone, like, do you just feel like that doesn't feel good? Like that's might be a sign. (laughs) (laughs) like honestly (laughs) yeah that's so true and we all have those people in our lives I mean it's tough because I think sometimes we really hold on to friendships longer than we need to for certain people and we make really big like we're okay with them doing things that are not yeah. okay in our mind. We make because excuses for them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We make so many excuses for certain friends and like relationships that we have in our life. And it really can be hard to take a step back and distinguish when are you making excuses for someone who you really don't like and you probably shouldn't be friends with. And then like, when are you actually making excuses for someone who maybe it's on you a little more and and you need to do some self-reflecting and it's not necessarily a bad friendship, but it's really, it's a weird freaking time in your, in your twenties with friends because so weird, there's just so many people and you feel like you have to stay connected with all of them, but the truth is you don't. And as soon as you come to terms with that it honestly makes you more confident in the good relationships you have because you know, like, okay, this is solid. Like I can lean on this person. I can talk to them when I'm not okay. Like mm-hmm. signs of a healthy, good friendship. And then I think it's easier to distinguish the ones that are actually like kind of toxic and holding you yeah. back in a lot of ways. Completely. Like I, you only have so much energy to put into friendships. So, like why not put it into the ones that make you feel good and like your strongest ones rather than like yeah we do just like hold on to certain friendships just I don't know making excuses and feeling like we have to so yeah it's a it's a huge conversation like I said we've had (laughs) we've had a few episodes about it so go check those out yeah we could honestly do an episode about navigating friendships in a new relationship like that can be so hard don't (laughs) don't ghost your friends (laughs) yeah and like I also think being in a relationship can sometimes expose the excuses that you make for your friends when there's a person who enters your life who kind of says like hey 
they really why are they uh, so shit mean on you, to you a lot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like why why do they always shit on you at dinner tonight? Like what the hell is that? And then all of yeah. a sudden you're like, wow, that one person does make fun of me all the time. <laughs> oh, you just like got used to it. Damn. Yeah. That's so true. Okay. How do you build confidence in your relationships? Yes. I mean, <laughs> I feel like my confidence has obviously grown so much in my relationship. We've been together for a very, very long time. Um, yeah, I don't know. You go first. <laughs> I think everything great takes time and it's worth waiting for. And that's important. There are a lot of people like I've had relationships before in my life um, where you get like butterflies and you're almost like nervous all the time and on edge and you have adrenaline and it's exciting, but then they don't work out and it's kind of like a buzzkill and you end up just going kind of like backwards. Um, and Caleb was someone that like, I really liked him and I was so attracted to him. Like literally the first thing that drew me to Caleb was his looks full stop. I didn't yeah. hear a word out of his mouth. I thought he was a German exchange <laughs> student. Like it was literally his looks that I was yeah. like a moth to a flame. Um, but then like over time getting to know him, we were friends for about a year and a half before we ever like started dating, which was great. We kind of like got to know each other and like laid this cool foundation that we wouldn't have had just meeting on like a blind date, for example. And I think knowing that it was something good and knowing that it was going to be hard at times since we were so young, um, when we first got together, like being a freshman in college and dating someone is hard. Like being yeah. in a relationship in college is hard. You meet so many new people. If you don't go to the same school or you're not living close to each other, it can also be difficult to like stay in touch, like doing long distance. I know you and Joe did that, which was hard. So I knew that our relationship was an investment. I knew he was an investment and I knew it was going to take time for us to build a relationship that I knew could like last forever. So I would say like, if something feels good and it feels right, don't discount it with this like issue that comes up. Like we had plenty of fights. We had plenty of long arguments early in our relationship that yeah. were hard, but literally we would not be here today if we didn't have those like tough situations come up. So I think giving things time and effort is super important. Yeah. Yeah. Effort is key. I completely agree. I think for us, like, like you said, we went to separate colleges, so it was, it was seriously tough, but I think what built my confidence and continued to build my confidence was our communication. I think the beginning, like making sure we were on the same page that made me feel so confident that we both wanted to make this work because like if you're doing long distance and one person is kind of in and kind of out and like it's just not going to work like you have to be on the same page so I think that's like was kind of the foundation because we started dating right before college which was crazy because we were both I mean it it was long distance, but it wasn't that far. Like we were still in the same state. So I really feel for people who do like actual long distance. Um, but it's still like, we're not seeing each other. We didn't have cars freshman years. So, like you couldn't really see each other all the time. So I think, yeah, just being on the same page in the beginning really helped. And then just 
staying in constant communication, talking all the time, checking in with how we're doing. Like that's really how we got through college. Like, and we would see each other a lot too, but yeah, I don't know. For me and my relationship, I feel like communication is just a constant thing that like makes me feel confident and comfortable in my relationship, Mm -hmm. which I feel like not like it's, it's easy to say, but it's like a hard thing to do, especially if you don't, if you kind of like keep your, I'm, I was always kind of like the person who kind of kept things to myself, let, let myself sit in these feelings and just kind of get pissed and then kind of blow up. (laughs) Um, but I think over the course of our relationship, I've gotten better at that. So I think just being way more open and like honest about how we're feeling has just, I don't know, changed, changed our relationship and obviously strengthened it to where we are today and we're married. So yeah. Yeah. I think everything you said goes with like being clear about your needs, what you want out of your relationship that will change over time. Like I really do think one of the biggest parts of a successful relationship is being with someone who you're able to develop with. Like if you are with someone who is set in their ways, is not willing to change, is not willing to adapt, is not willing to grow obviously they're not going to do any of those things. So when you start growing and you start developing and you focus on yourself, they're not at the same pace and the same level that you are in your life. And it's really, really hard to be in a relationship where you're not on the same page. So like being with someone who is open to like growing as a human being is so so important. Like, and it goes both ways. There are people in my life who are in relationships right now who are struggling because they're not willing to let go of some of the control that they've had over their life, like being single, you know, for a long time or whatever it may be. You have to be able to adapt. And I think some people that's, those are hard words to hear because I think we watch movies and shows where people fall in love and it's perfect. And there really aren't many problems, or maybe there's one arc in the story and then it's better and it's like all roses, but that's not the case. Like it's a constant process. It's a constant like development of your relationship together. So being with someone who is open to like hearing what your needs are, wanting to make the relationship the best it's ever been every single year is amazing. Like I really think that that's so, so important. And I think too many of us think that maybe that takes away from your independence, but in reality, it just aids to your independence because being with someone who supports your growth is just as important as you supporting theirs. Damn, Jordan. That was amazing. (laughs) I'm just like very passionate about this topic because I have too many people in my life that I feel like are very stuck in their own ways and they're not willing to adapt for their partner and they struggle. And it's like, of course you shouldn't change who you are for someone else ever, you know, stick to who you are, but Mm -hmm. you will have to adapt. You will have to make some changes. Well, that's like, yeah. Getting out of your comfort zone. Like it's change. I don't know. It's a change in your life and that's going to require you to change. So I think that can be very uncomfortable. Like change is uncomfortable. It really is. Mm A hundred percent. All right, guys. Well, This was our episode, our last episode in the confidence series. Really, I mean, one of the main takeaways is really just to take steps to work on yourself and be confident in who you are. 
And that can just really help you show up as a good partner and a good friend and a good employee and just (laughs) confident in who you are. So it really, I mean, can impact all aspects of your life. 